0: Good morning, and welcome to Auto Retail Live from the Auto Retail Network. Uh, welcome to the latest in our series of webinars as we've been working through the COVID-19 uh, crisis and the impact on retail. We started this series of programs on the 27th of March. Seems like a long time ago. It was another tax year. It was almost another mm-hmm. lifetime. Uh, and I'm delighted to say that we uh, welcome back Pontus uh, from uh, Rapid RTC, who was with us on that very first program Uh, And the focus today is very much about bringing customers back successfully. It's the first programme since the showrooms have reopened. So we have the opportunity to bring some experience, insight into customer levels, inquiries and some of the operational issues. So for the next 30 minutes or so, uh, please feel free to take part, uh, raise questions And you can do that uh, by entering your question uh, on the screen here, uh, and they go through to Tristan, our editor, uh, or you can use the hashtag ARNlive ARNLive, uh, on social media, and we'll pick up the questions uh, through those channels. Um, our panel today, um, I'm delighted to welcome Paul Hendy, the CEO of the Hendy Group, uh, with a large footprint across uh, the south uh, of England, uh, will be sharing insight with us. Uh, Stuart Buckley returns, the founder of Call Tracks, uh, and as I mentioned uh, from our first program, Pontus Risker um, from Rapid RTC. So as the questions uh, come in, uh, let's start with Paul. And Paul, welcome along um, to Auto Retail Live. Um, A big group, a lot of brands. How has the situation over the last three months affected you? And what's the status of your business today?
1: Uh, Morning, Al. Morning, everybody. Thank you very much for having me uh, along today and partaking. Uh, Well, obviously, the the previous 10 weeks have uh, been uh, challenging. That would probably be an understatement, um, but uh, uh, we've learned a lot. And uh, as you just mentioned, Al, uh, delighted that uh, we're, we're now back in harness, back trading, uh, particularly in the showrooms over the last couple of weeks, workshops obviously two weeks before that, but uh, clearly really pleased that uh, things are, are underway and um, delighted to report. At the moment, extremely buoyant.
0: So, are you operating across all sites? So, is everything fully open at this stage, or, or what's the, the status?
1: Yeah, we're, we're probably ninety percent open um, across our business for various reasons. We 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 haven't opened certain locations, and that's mainly around resource levels. Um, but we're we're ninety percent open. Uh, we've got uh, two thirds of our colleagues back with us, so about 66% of the team back in the business and about a third of the team still on furlough. And one of the issues we're finding, which is quite interesting at the moment, that is very relevant, is we've got people on furlough who want to come back to work, but are struggling to come back to work, and that's primarily because of childcare. Where, where they can't get their children into school or nursery. Uh, and of course, where they may have leaned on elderly parents or other family network, they, 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 they can't have that interaction due to social distancing and so on and so forth. So that is actually adding a, a dimension of difficulty at the moment, because what we're trying to clearly do is match demand levels with our own productive resource levels. So that's proving to be a challenge. Um, but one that we are meeting. I'm delighted to say that we're meeting. Um, the, the level of energy and enthusiasm that the team are demonstrating uh, is, is brilliant, is amazing. And uh, I'm delighted to say that, that we're uh, really fulfilling uh, all of this incoming inquiry and demand. And I've had a, a fantastic first 10 days of June, which is great to report. Of course, things restarting and
0: just getting going again. The the question is, I guess, we're all keen to understand, is it a blip? Is is it just a moment or does this (laughs) signal that summer
1: is starting? Born optimist, I'm in the motor trade. Uh, Sincerely hope not. Um, Yes, I'm sure, obviously, there's some pent up demand from the previous 10 weeks of inactivity, and we're we're, we're seeing that, that now. Um, But there is still a lot to be optimistic about. Um, You know, all of our databases uh, haven't been worked on for the last 10 weeks. So there's that customer population that we can now um, work with. And of course, there there are those customers who were coming to end of term on finance, contracts and so on and so forth that we can now work on. As we go into what is historically one of the better quarters of the year, quarter three. So with, with that backlog and with that pent-up demand and what is historically uh, a naturally good quarter, we're very optimistic that the next four months, i.e. June and quarter three, um, will, will be uh, giving us cause for a bit of joy as opposed to what we've been putting up with for the last 10 weeks. So we are really going for it over that next uh, four-month period.
0: Paul, we've had a question from Manesh, Manesh Tank at Fiat. Hi Manesh, thanks for your question. Um, How are you handling test drives while maintaining social distancing?
1: Well, we've entered a brave new world called the unaccompanied test drive. So uh, clearly, clearly, Al, that is a leap of faith, um, where we're letting the car go uh, without one of our colleagues in it. Um, You know, we're asking the customer, as part of the process, um, uh, will they leave some collateral behind? So, will they leave the part exchange uh, car keys? Will they leave their house keys? Or will they leave their children? Uh, you know, we hope that they might come back for one, two, or three of those. Um, <laughs> we've got to work together here, haven't we? Both the, the, the customers and ourselves. Um, it's a brave new world. The test drive is still a crucial and integral part of the sales process for us and for the customer, quite rightly. Um, but to observe social distancing, etc., that there is a leap of faith that you have to go out um, on your own. And look, at the moment, uh, we've not had any instances of no cars returning because as I say, we hopefully are asking for significant collateral to come back um, to the dealership. Um, should that change and should it change in significant number? I'm sure as an industry we'll have to think again. But um, it, it's different, um, but the customers are accepting of it as we are. Thank you, Paul. Um, questions
0: more than welcome, um, as indeed we've, we have had uh, so far. Please feel free, you can enter your question by typing in on the screen uh, with us here on the webinar or via the hashtag ARN Live. Um, let's talk about a little bit about that customer demand, um, Stuart. Um, welcome along, Stuart. Berkeley from Call Tracks. What are you Absolutely. seeing in terms of the, the level of inquiries um, and response to that from across the businesses that, that you look at, Stuart?
2: So, taking last week, obviously when the doors opened, um, the, you know there was a massive spike in inquiry volume volumes across the board. Um, I was going to talk today about how many calls were being missed as a result of that. Um, but I actually pulled some data this morning, um, and it's kind of it's a bit of a blimp. So the, the the kind of there was a cool spike last week. Looking at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, it's a bit lower. Uh, and I've just actually gone back and had a bit of look at some historic data. Um, you're seeing levels the same as the first two weeks of February actually. So first Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of February, third, third, fourth, fifth of February is exactly almost the same amount of volume that I'm seeing this week. So. If it sort of maintains that level, great. But just I just don't know what, what what's going to happen. There was definitely a massive spike. Um, it was up to give you an idea. Um, Monday, not last Monday, Monday before, they almost doubled to last Monday, and then this Monday is down twenty percent on last week. So uh, long may it remain. Fingers crossed. And, and can you see within that
0: a kind of um, a, a split of new and used and the, the, the elements and the, the, the type that the of customers are inquiring about?
2: Yeah, well, certainly by what we can tell you is by where they're inquiring from. So kind of what page are on the website? Are they looking at a new car, a used car? Are they looking at a certain service or after-sales area? Um, and, and what we've seen is the new car absolutely tanked through the through the lockdown. But uh, we're seeing the new car kind of inquiry levels accelerate. Users, obviously, there's more volume. But if you look at the ratio of, of calls, um, the the new is certainly creeping up. So hopefully uh, there'll be some new cars on the on the horizon. Pontus, uh, you
0: you look obviously through Rapid RTC in terms of the the, the response and the messaging and 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 how the, the, the kind of types of inquiries and how you respond to them. Um, what are you seeing in terms of methods working best um in terms of customer inquiries, because you've got multiple channels these days and, and lockdown has perhaps changed the way people
3: behave? Yeah, no that's it's a good point and and morning, everybody. Um, I, I I'd echo what Stuart said earlier, which is um, now that now that the inquiries are starting to to sort of show themselves again, and then it's it's absolutely key that they get followed up on. And um, it's nice that you've seen that improvement this week, Stuart, in terms of answering the phone calls as well. Um, we we look at it on a, we, we track, obviously, the sort of the traditional form-based inquiries um, as well as sort of other um, more real-time options out there. And and the, the positive side of it is that having, having sort of hit a, a The lowest point, sometimes I think it was sort of second week of April. Uh, Since then, we've now seen a steady incline, and the last uh, two three weeks have shown a a nice sort of very steep incline in in inquiries from customers. Um, But and 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 those those have come from from two sources: from the form-based inquiries as well as real-time inquiries. And the ones that actually um, grew quicker in the last week and a half were the, the the real-time inquiries, so chats. And again, it's, it's the same thing that Stuart can see on the incoming calls. Um, and, and it could well be down to, to the fact that customers are now, they need a choice they need a choice of options to, 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 take, to, to choose from. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking to contact somebody, you want to be able to phone in, you want to be able to chat, you want to be able to do a form-based inquiry. So whatever suits, suits that customer the best should be made available to them. And if, for example, a customer right now is wanting to come in to do a visit um, on site, um, they may be given giving instructions to, to, to book an appointment ahead of the game. So that, of course, is a little bit more more of a hurdle for them to, to get on site. So they may then instead pick up the phone or, or choose chat as an option that's more direct, more immediate for them.
0: You're watching the Auto Retail Live webinar. We're focusing on getting back bringing customers successfully back into the dealership. Um, your comments and questions always welcome here at the Auto Retail Network. Uh, you can use the hashtag Live or you can enter your question direct here live via the webinar. Um, we have a number of Ask Paul questions. So, uh, Paul, um, thinking about Buying habits and, and 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 how they react. A Question from Georgia Georgia Fox um, from Sims Images. Hi, hi Georgia, um, has Paul tried virtual war crowns? Do customers like them?
1: Yes, we have, and uh, yes, they do. Um, again, uh, to Pontus's point, I, I think it, it's we're very much you know in the hands of the customer and how they wish to interact at the moment, and we're all being. As flexible as we can be to, to satisfy that need, probably more than we've ever been before. So, it, it's a great way for a customer to interact with us, um, and and the salesperson with various devices can can do the virtual walk around with a customer if that's what they want to do. Absolutely fine. So, and we've we've been doing a few of those. You can have a bit of fun with it. Um, some obviously some of the salespeople are better than others. Been in front of the camera, and um, you know. It's it's certainly working for us and it's something that we are offering you know, gladly. Question from Gillian Murray at the
0: Arena Group, how handy handling the paperwork while socially distancing, is
1: everything being done online? As much as one possibly can, yes. So where electronic signatures um, can be done and taken, absolutely and and again that's all part of this leap of faith into this new world where i think the customer understands that it's different we we understand it needs to be different and it, and it just feels at the moment that everybody's working together so you know where where we're asking people to come at an appointed time and we used to do that and they wouldn't do that we're finding they absolutely turn up on time now it's great so i think we've all made adjustments in all manner of areas and uh, the paperwork is another one that we just, we as dealers, retailers, have just got to get our head around that online has to be acceptable.
0: Are you seeing any trends at this stage in terms of the type of um, reason for, for customers coming into the market? I mean, you know, you've, you I guess you've got the people who must replace because the vehicle is, you know, it is time for it to go. You've got finance expiring. Um, There are are sort of anecdotes of people spending their holiday money on deposits this year rather than going on holiday. Have you seen any changes within your customer
1: base? Probably too early to tell, 10 days in. Um, But but all of those points that you mentioned are are absolutely relevant. I think, you know, people have been sat at home for 10 weeks. Um, As you mentioned in the knowledge that they might this year not have a family holiday, well, maybe this is the year that they change the family car. So we're, I think that will pan out now over, over the summer months more uh, as this thing plays out. It's too early to be really specific on on those those nuances, but uh, it's, it's going to be a blend of everything, and that's why we're so encouraged and optimistic that hopefully uh, this buoyant start that we're seeing is
0: maintained. Pontus, uh, let me turn to you in terms of some of the messaging here, because you've got customers coming into the market for different reasons, are there particular messages that that we should be focusing on and and nuancing at this time in the market, recognizing some of those sensitivities? You haven't got a holiday this year, buy a car. Is that that an appropriate message? How do you couch those messages to encourage people into the showroom?
3: Yeah, No. so the the inquiries that come from customers are very much obviously related to what's specific for that that, that, that exact customer and and we, we see inquiries like exactly what you expect which is you know my pcp is coming up for renewal or you know I've, I've located a car i want to look at so is it available still the, the classic kind of inquiries and 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 more are obviously now sales related scene that we see in the, in the showrooms open in terms of the, the the language and and how to go about actually conversing with the customers, is still sort of there's, this, there's still this element of uh, during lockdown we've all got back to sort of basic values really. So um, to to be able to sort of that term, classic term of people buy from people, I think is more important than ever because there's this element of trust that needs to be built. So from a customer's perspective, they might. Do more of the process online. They might even go down sort of you know, retail and buy online uh, option, but in order to do that and do that successfully, they have to feel a level of trust in the process, and and that same same it goes two ways. Like Paul said earlier, then when, when it comes to a test drive, and um, equally the retailer needs to be able to trust the customer to to to, to do the right thing, and and. Um, one wants to believe that there's this level of we're all in this together right now. So this this level of trust, you're not gonna go wrong with it. But in 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 style of communication, to just touch on that, authenticity remains a key point. So we'll be open, transparent, authentic in the communication. And once once the kind of the basics have been covered, there's a real because of this sort of humane area where we where we live right now, there's a real Opportunity to add your personal touch to, to communication as well, because that will that will hit customers. In, in, you know, they'll, they'll really resonate with that personal level of touch, touch and, and being able to sort of fine tune and, and be sort of just just small touches of of personality in the communication will go a long way right now.
0: You're watching Auto Retail Live, uh, focusing on the safe return to business as showrooms have uh, now been open well over a week. And um, questions coming in, and, and please, there's time for more questions if there's something in particular you'd like to ask uh, one of our panel. Um, question that uh, Alison Simmons at BMW asked, um, which several other people are, are around a similar theme. And um, Paul. Um, are you seeing at Hendy the distance selling uh, increasing, or have people switch back to to the showroom? Distance selling is a topic which came up uh, in our in our last webinar. Very interesting.
1: It, it, we, we, well, without without stating the obvious, obviously in in lockdown when we were we were um, home delivering vehicles, distance selling was was an issue, uh, which we managed to overcome. What what we are Seeing already is uh, now that the physical space is back open again. Um, that the customer is is still happy to uh, come into the dealership. Uh, we're pleased with that um, because that shows that there's a high degree of confidence, um, both demonstrated by our colleagues and by the customers that what we've provided is a safe environment. And of course, what we can provide in the physical space is the whole theatre that we believe there is uh, around um, that customer taking their new car, whether it be a new car or a used car, new to them. Um, because quite rightly, it, it is a joyous moment, isn't it? They've spent an awful lot of money and we want to see them in the dealership to, to get the full experience, introduce them to the service department, so on and so forth. Um, and actually make them feel a part of our community now that we're going to look after them going forward. Um, So yes, we we encourage the handover in the physical space, but of course, if the customer would rather still see that delivery taking place at home remotely, or simply a click and collect, which is slightly more sterile than the full handover, um, we're we're back to doing what the customer wants, aren't we, Um, and whatever they are most comfortable with.
0: There's a danger of overreading, and, and you, you've, you've made the point well, Paul. That you know, ten days is, is, is not enough to uh, predict the way the world is going to change. But do you do you sense any any movement in customer buying habits, and, and maybe how we in retail and, and in manufacturing should be supporting that? Well,
1: I, I think uh, Pontus absolutely nailed it. That at the moment, um, there's a general sentiment. Isn't there that, and we felt it during lockdown that you know um, we've all got to do our level best now to make the very best of what has been an unbelievably difficult situation, and, and to do that, we have to remain authentic to each other, um, be trusted, and that's got to work both ways. And we're, we are seeing that, and we are feeling that um, the, the customers who are coming in and uh, are delighted. To be, to be with it. We're delighted to see them. It, there's a really good uh, good spirit that we're feeling at the moment. Long may it continue. Um, it is early days, but, but I think that that is absolutely crucial. We, we've got to keep the confidence that we're all safe, um, remain authentic, demonstrate high levels of energy and enthusiasm so that we can just surprise and delight the customer. And if we can get all that right, uh, we can get through this. Paul, you made a really interesting uh,
0: remark at the start about furloughing staff and this challenge that that perhaps business, the perception might have been that, well, it was up to business to decide as and when people come back to work. But you you recognising there the human side of it, that um, people aren't always in necessarily a position to return to work. There's a question actually from Perrin Moon on this issue of furloughing, from um, uh, Perrin from Autoswap. Thanks for your call. Um, Are are your furloughed staff undertaking online training? Uh, Because government guidance is that online training is permitted, so there seems to be an opportunity there.
1: Short answer, Yes, we are and yes, we have been during the lockdown period, uh, obviously salespeople, for example, have to uh, maintain their accreditations. Um, it, it meant they could use some of their time wisely and, and we've done that. So yes, we have maintained some of the online training, it's been a good use of their time, good use of our time. And um, it, as I say, it's important that they stay on top of things and remain regulated and so on and so forth for when they, do, uh, when they are able to return to work.
0: This is the Auto Retail Live briefing. Um, A question now for Stuart from um, Call Tracks. Um, Stuart, could you clarify a little bit more the the point about missed calls? Because the issue, the the question here was, is it a blip or um, do retailers need to invest more if the level of calls is declining?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's not a blip. Um, The most trade, I think, and I'm going to kind of Talk broadly, are pretty bad at answering answering phone calls. Uh, obviously, there is a high volume. You know, is my car ready for to be collected? I dropped off this morning, kind of thing. So there, there's going to be a lot of noise in there. Um, I think it's really important. I mean, looking at some stats here, uh, the unique callers are down. The best, the best kind of drop we've had is about 11%. The worst, about 31%. Doing comparing different groups, so there's definitely a drop. Um, so it's even more important that you are getting back to the people that you missed the calls from. You know, if you can segregate your calls into, you know, this is a number for sales, this is a number for service, or even better, identify when customers are calling from specific new or used vehicle pages within your website. If you miss those calls, make sure you get back to them as best you can. Uh, You know, and it kind of adds to the kind of whole personal tone of it, doesn't it? If you, you know, we're all trying to run around to find out what the new normal is. There's lots of things changing, lots of new processes, lots of new ideas, lots of new ways of doing things. And until, until that kind of beds in we're all going to be busy so there are going to be times when we can't get to the phone and there are going to be times when we can't get to speak to those customers but without we don't have a business so it's really important and i think people will appreciate a call back to say look sorry mr call uh, how can we help so you know please if you can monitor monitor those missed calls and just get back to people as best as possible uh,
0: uh, another question for you actually are, are the the sources of those calls have they they changed um, during lockdown in terms of where those those calls are, are being generated from, whether it's from direct marketing, or it's from Google,
2: or from other channels? So, so the biggest channel for phone calls is Google My Business, but Google My Business is the number that's kind of displayed before you click into the website. If you think about the nature of the most trade trading, where the, most of the calls come from being after sales, a lot of people would just go to the page. You know, Google the Hendy dealership, pick up the phone, ring them, is my car ready? i like to book them for a service. You don't necessarily need to go into the website. What we've seen is that shift to the website. And I guess that's because there's more information available within the websites. So people can perhaps do a bit more research before they make the phone call. Um, that is starting to change back the other way again. So a uh, bit of a trend change, I guess, for more information. But certainly uh, we're seeing the Google My Business uh, taking back over the call volume sort of crown, as it were. Uh-
0: and just to be clear, you were just saying at the start of the uh, start of your answer there that up to 30% in some cases of calls are not being returned. It, it's, 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 it's no, 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 level. no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the unique call volumes, and this is how I'm comparing 2019 to 2020, so literally to date. um 30 worst worst customer within the most trade is about 31% down on unique callers on the year compared to last year. The best is about 11%. Uh, And in terms of missed and busy calls, they're up sort of 70, 80, 90%. So there's a lot of, there's less volume and more missed calls. So, you know, if you're not getting back to these people, they will go somewhere else. And that's just, you know, low hanging fruit, I suppose. Double
0: whammy. Okay, no, thank you for thanks for clarifying um, that. Um, this is the Auto Retail Live briefing. Uh, we have a, another few minutes left. If there was a, a question you would like to raise uh, with any of our guests, uh, please feel free. Still time to type it in and come through to us or uh, using the hashtag ARNLive. Uh, Paul, a um, question to you from Rob Hancock at Mazda. Um, is Hendy training more staff to offer Virtual walk around. So, are you investing in 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 that approach?
1: Uh, we're, we're we're training all of them to 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 be able to do a virtual walk around. Yes. Um, clearly, not all of them are made for Hollywood and want to be in front of the camera. But it's 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 just going to be a part of the new normal, isn't it? And. Um, We've obviously got <clears throat> bits of software and hardware that enable us to do that. We'll give them some training to do it, make sure that it's relevant, not just for the sake of it, and um, the more interactive we can keep that process so that we, we understand where the customer wants us to take them or lead them, the better. Um, so that it doesn't become a sterile process because the chemistry between uh, customer and colleague when buying a car is crucial, and we don't want to lose that because that's that's part of the magic.
0: Have you had to reduce the number of vehicles in the showroom or available for customer use as a result of this?
1: Uh, we've, we've reduced the number of vehicles in the showroom, yes we have, so that we can observe all the social distancing measures between desks uh, or sofas or or wherever the customer's most comfortable, um, but, but managed to keep those vehicles uh, on site uh, in case they're needed for either demonstration or the customer would like to actually sit in the vehicle. Uh, we would then sanitize that vehicle before and after, again, introducing confidence into the process that we've taken every step and every measure. Um, so yeah, in some in some showrooms there there's a lot fewer cars, which is fine. Um, customers are happy, but they're still there should they wish to see them.
0: Um, Slightly different question, this one about the supply of vehicles. Matt Lowe from Eden. Hi, Matt. Thanks for your your question. Uh, Does Paul expect the CAFE regulations to be relaxed due to the pandemic? Now, this is, uh, it's the word CAFE regulation, but this is about the CO2 limits. And obviously, 2020 uh, is an important year, was an important year, and and the the flow of vehicles was being regulated very effectively because of that. Will they
1: relax it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll leave that to to the politicians, but um, we've got plenty of stock around us. We went into lockdown a a week uh, before the end of the the busiest month of the year. So we've got plenty of stock on the ground that, that can help satisfy June and quarter three. How that unfolds into how we meet cafe regulations in the next six, 12, 18, months and beyond, um, I think is one to be played out uh, because, of course, the manufacturers who were potentially um, look, staring down the barrel of experiencing significant fines if they couldn't meet these and so on and so forth, well, we've all been in a really bad place right across the planet, and uh, I'm sure everybody's resources and balance sheets have been stretched. So it's going to be an interesting conversation about the level of fines, when these fines can be imposed. Um, because we've all got, we've got to deal in the here and now, haven't we, like never before. In that environment
0: uh, enters the issue of scrappage and incentive schemes, and a lot of discussion amongst politicians uh, uh, around that, and that's not the purpose of our conversation today. But would a scrappage or an incentive scheme be helpful, Paul, with in the market as it is now?
1: Of course, any stimulus is going to be helpful, but I think as retailers, what we must not do is wait for it, um, because it may never come. So we, we we can't we can't wait another ten weeks for 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 that to come. We we've got to deal with what we've got now. I I truly believe, and and certainly from the manufacturers that we represent, you know, which is a, a pretty big basket now of, of about twenty. Um, but some of the offers that, that are in place right here, right now, are aggressive, for want of a word, um, to, to ensure that we all get off to the best start possible. So, so let's let's use those offers, uh, and there are significant offers, to, to make it happen now. Let's not sit back and wait for, for a decision to be made that, that may never come or be the one that we, we, we expect. Um, because we'll have lost more time, and 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 time is is not on our side at the moment. So I, I think the manufacturers are leading with their chin, uh, which is great. We've got lots of customers um, in, in 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 the cycle on finance who are up for renewal, whether that was during the lockdown period or in quarter three, and and these offers that are out there right now are, are pretty spectacular. So that's what I think the message should be. That's what we should be encouraging. If something comes. Behind that, through some sort of further government stimulus, fantastic, but let's not wait for it.
0: Paul, similar question related, Liam O'Neill. Liam, thanks for your question. Um, Is there an increase in waiting and delivery times, or is there, and you indicated there is stock, or is there enough stock around at the moment?
1: There's plenty of stock around at the moment because, as I mentioned earlier, about the last week of the month for uh, for March, those, those vehicles are here now. Um, So, so clearly, again, as retailers, let's concentrate on selling what we can see. Uh, Obviously, uh, it's it's in the customer's gift. uh, If they want something specific, um, yes, they may have to wait for it as per normal. What we are not seeing at the moment, and again, it's far too early days, is is what's the knock-on effect in, in the supply chain into the OEMs from component suppliers, so on and so forth, that may affect that supply chain. Too early to say yet, something we should all be cognizant of, um, so if ever there was a time that we need to sell what we can see, touch and feel it's right now
0: and is, is March for you all done because obviously this whole thing you mentioned it, it
1: ended at the end of March are, are March deliveries all through now yes, they are yes we we managed to get through most of those in the last two weeks of May, um, such that we could um Give ourselves a clear run into into the start of June. Um, there's, there's obviously a handful still, but um, in the main, uh, our March business has, has been tidied up, and um, uh, as I say, we're now into concentrating on on June uh, and and quarter quarter three. <laughs> Lots to go at. Uh,
0: Our time is uh, nearly up here with the Auto Retail Live webinar for today, Um, and I'd like to just uh, invite our panel um, to share a thought. Um, Let's start with Stuart Um, Stuart from Call Tracks. What what would your takeaway be right now um, at this stage as we've been open now for 10 days and we're looking towards the summer, Stuart?
2: I feel like a broken record, so I've got a prop. So I'm going to be the phone call police so, please make sure you're getting back to your customers when you don't manage to answer the phone. Um, make hay by the chance and let's hope that uh, bump stays in the play. Nicely put, Stuart. Um, Pontus,
0: what, what, what are your thoughts at this time?
3: Yeah, you, you know, similar, similar to Stuart. Um, the, um, the, the customers need to be given options for communicating to choose what fits them best. Um, we're seeing a high level of demand for, like, like, like Paul mentioned. You know, can you show me? Can you give me a virtual tour? So, for any retailer, really, the kind of the, the main recommendation is make sure that all of those kind of virtual doors are open from from your online presence, and that you can fulfil as much of that customer journey as 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 they want to go through, all the way from hey, can you answer me to hey, can we talk? And hey, can you show me? And hey, can you tell me where I do that? So the more you can do that um, at distance, or if they want to come on site, great, um, the better it is for the customer. So, So the recommendation really is, if you haven't already, test your own process. So go online and chat with your team. And ask questions that hey could you show me can you can you can you show me that car or can you talk me through that or where, where would i look up for that test each one of those digital entry points your doors and and be comfortable that that you have that right journey available to to your customers
0: and paul in in conclusion what would your takeaway be i mean it's been a very positive message from you today i i expect more of the same yeah.
1: uh, absolutely i i think there's there's lots of reasons now why why we should have a feeling of optimism after what's been an incredibly dark period. Um, but what what we've certainly found uh, coming through this that that makes me incredibly proud and and humble is is just how hard the, the team worked in in Hendy um, to to make sure that the return to work was was handled as as professionally as possible. All the protocols have been put in place so that we're here, we're open, it's buoyant, we're safe, we can give colleagues and customers confidence that with the, the levels of energy enthusiasm that we can, we can put into, into this new found spirit that we're finding with our customers, that we can actually have um, you know, a real mutual benefit here and, and surprise and delight people, because um, it's a great business. It's an absolutely amazing business yet again, we, we as an industry should be incredibly proud with how we all reacted to it how we all supported our key workers by remaining open um, and and really you know go out and enjoy it because that, that's the best place to be and have some fun and um, we spend a lot of time at work, don't we um, so let's go and enjoy it and and let's capture that spirit that the customers also got that they're pleased to be out buying new cars getting their cars fixed and so on and so forth so hugely optimistic didn't say it was going to be easy it never is it's not for the faint-hearted it's a tough business but we're good at it and we should be as an industry really proud of what what we've done what we've achieved and what we're going to achieve so thank you
0: the chief executive of the Hendy Group, Paul Hendy, uh, ending on a very positive note as we look forward to the rest of the year. Uh, to Stuart Buckley, the founder of Tracks, and to Pontus Risker um, from Rapid RTC, thank you for being on our panel. Uh, our next Auto Retail Live webinar is two weeks today, when we will be looking at used car pricing and sourcing. Um, and our panel on the day will include Neil Smith from Imperial Car Supermarket. Uh, we'll have Bex Clark from Auto Trader and uh, Rupert Ponton from Casanova. So, looking forward to our next time together. You can click on the link uh, here in the webinar now and register for that webinar. Uh, but on behalf of the Auto Retail Network team and all our guests today, thank you very much for joining us here on Auto Retail Live.